Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sav and Sean Show. I'm one of your hosts, Sean. And here comes the other host. It's me, Sav. And this is our show. As the name suggests. Welcome. If you didn't know, we're talking weddings, mama. I would hope that would be somewhere in the title of this episode. You know how you come up with something witty. Sean, Sean is the man that does all of the, the behind the scenes stuff. He always oh, comes up you. with the witty titles. So oh, thank he's you. So, so clever kind. and funny. Oh. So funny. I wish I was good at writing and stuff. Little did you know that she's just buffing me up because this wedding <laughs> episode is crazy. Oh so, man, this is one of the wildest <laughs> nights in a long time. Recent that history at the and, But like wild in the sense that like I personally was relatively tame. It was just I was a, a bystander, a spectator, <laughs> yeah. an outsider of my own story on this night. True. And it was lovely. I enjoyed Every moment of it wholeheartedly. It was honestly one of the best weddings that I've been to. I mean, we're reaching... It was, the- it was the second wedding I've been to. Because, you know, my first wedding that I'd ever been invited to was my best friend Casey's sister's wedding. So shout out to Chelsea and Justin. Their baby threw up on me. Congrats, uh, Prior to the ceremony. So I had to change outfits. But that was fine. Everyone's getting married, like, in our, our age demographic at the same time, including... Marissa. Yes, our friend Marissa. Our dear darling friend, a queen, a a legend. Who's actually been a guest on the pod before. She was actually on the episode, Sav is proficient in Microsoft Outlook. Outlook. Yeah. Because I am. Yes, you are. I will say, funnily enough, my outlook on life has changed dramatically since the recording of that episode. I was actually just with her not too long ago and we talked about this and she was like, I want to take a look back and like see how different our opinions have changed because of that episode. Like the Billie Eilish Vanity Fair thing. Exactly. Absolutely, yes. Done. But yeah, go listen if you want to. But yes, she was getting married. I love love and I love that Marissa's in love. But yeah, it was it was a great wedding, but I'm jealous. But I'm not, I'm not in a way of like, I'm jealous, jealous, you know, yeah. but just like everyone my age is getting married. married. Yeah, same. And I was honored to be at this wedding. I know you were like, you had more responsibility than me. I just had to show up <laughs> on the day, but I was honored to be there. And it was no, just beautiful was to share in there. A wonderful love. time. <clears throat> well, Sorry. You know, sometimes you have friends that like they get married and then you're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about the husband, but no, I can't say they, anything. Yeah, no, no they, they are not so- this. George is a solid, I mean, he is a man. So like, ugh, but like, <laughs> No, they are a match made in heaven. It is crazy. I've never met a couple more perfect for each other, honestly. Shout out to Marissa and George, baby. Marissa and George, here's to you. We love you. And I'll drink to that. So I've been coming back and forth to an undisclosed location at the edge of the world. In the middle of the mountains in the Pacific Northwest (laughs) with Edward Cullen. Yes. So I had been coming back and forth from there and also Virginia, where I also live, and just coming to events for the wedding as time's gone on to a beautiful bridal shower. Also, the event 
itself. The big day, the as one could say. The big day, exactly. And before we even get into that, I do have to talk about like the, the actual getting to the wedding. So I knew when I had to be there, I decided I was going to fly out like two days beforehand. Now, I was on the complete opposite side of the country. I knew that it was going to be a bunch of long flights. So get on the first flight from this location in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> With Edward Cullen. <laughs> With Edward Cullen. It was La Push Beach. <laughs> It's La Push, baby. La Push. Airstrip right there. (laughs) I was looking out. La Push. (laughs) They actually just La Pushed me out. (laughs) Oh my god. The theme for the city is when you land in the airport on the big signage, instead of like, welcome to airport, it says, where have you been, loca? (laughs) Anyway. The skin of a killer, Bella. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Sparkle Airways. So, <laughs> Twinkle Toes Airline. <laughs> so I get on this flight. Everything's fine, generally speaking. I've got all my stuff preloaded. I'm there. I'm sat next to like this smelly person, and if you if you know anything, about I'm sat next to like this smelly person. The person listening to this podcast right now is like gooped, gooped and gagged. <laughs> I think he's talking about me. <laughs> I can't believe And honestly, it looks like a skinhead, right? Smells kind of bad, looks like a skinhead, and I... Already don't trust him. <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm in a window seat. So oh, like, so you're oh. cornered. And, and at trapped. the very last row of the plane, by the way. Absolutely trapped. But you're right by the bathroom, though. That's a plus. If I could get to it. <laughs> so I'm in the back, and this is like... Uh, a three-hour flight. It's actually not that bad. No, but that's oh, the you layover. Oh, you had a layover. That's right. Yeah, that's right. in Colorado. So... Colorado! Yeah. Which, like, if you're going across the country, that's usually where... That's, like, the intermediate area where planes, like, refuel or you have a layover or whatever. Was so, it the Denver airport? Yeah, the Denver airport. <gasps> I heard the airport... No, It's, like, haunted and spooky. Is that part of the story? No. Oh. Well, kind of. You had a look bit. on your face like something crazy happened at the airport. I mean, a lot of crazy things happen at that airport. Not part of the story. Anyway, moving on. So... <laughs> <laughs> we're in the air, right? The first, like, hour and a half is, like, super chill. And then the second hour and a half... We hit some like pretty intense turbulence and you know me in air travel if i think that something's gonna go wrong on a plane i just immediately accept and go all right if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen you Let's just go. start playing get the party started by pink <laughs> uh, going down <laughs> you saber a bottle of champagne and just start soaking <laughs> Women and children are screaming for their lives. You're like, yeah! <laughs> Get the body started on a Saturday. What gets me too is like the idea of like smuggling a saber through TSA. <laughs> How did he get that on this flight? FFA, FAA, regulate, not FFA. I'm screaming. <laughs> FFA. Wink, wink. The Florida FFA. Farmer Association. <laughs> what are they doing in the sky? <laughs> I'm sick of you. I guess pigs really do. <laughs> Get out. I want to roll, baby. Somebody call <laughs> Ashley O. Somebody call Ashley O. Hey, Yahoo. I want to roll. 
So, oh, whew, I can't breathe. It's hot in here. Okay. But, so I'm like fine, right? I have not even stopped. You're I'm, like imminent death. I'm actively <laughs> bouncing in this chair and I'm watching Queen Charlotte from Netflix as it's going. It was like, the 4D experience. <laughs> Literally, they said, put her in the carriage, mama. We're bouncing. <laughs> You're still even watching Manifest or something. something. God dang it. Cast oh. away. Something appropriate. And I'm chilling. Near, meanwhile, the guy next to me, keep in mind, smelly skinhead, is, <laughs> is freaking out. Oh, God. And when I say freaking out, at first, he's like looking around, like what's going on in the plane. Eventually, he just puts his hands together and starts praying. Oh, and God. I have no choice but to start laughing because <laughs> I just think it's insane. Because like, the turbulence is bad, but it's not so bad that I'm like, something's going down. Like, usually I try to listen, or like, look at the flight attendants. If they're chill, then I know that we're chill. Exactly. And they're not Check chill. your flight attendants, baby. Right. So I land, I get in my Uber, I get back to my house around 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. I sleep until like 1, wake up, put my bag together from my house, and then thankfully the venue was only like 6 minutes away from my house, mm-hmm. and then get over to the venue for the wedding, do the thing. The rehearsal was wonderful, and this bridal party. I had met a few of them before, like at the shower, but like hadn't really gotten to talk to them because we were like setting up and doing stuff. These were the most beautiful, talented, fantastic movies. Shout out to the bridal party. All of them. Collectively, one of the most beautiful group of women I've ever seen in my entire life. In my entire life. The amount of gay panic I felt was (laughs) immeasurable. I'm screaming. Well, what got me too is not only were they beautiful, but they were so talented. And nice. And so nice. And they all had like varying career interests that sort of like all interlocked with the bride marissa obviously Mm -hmm. and it was so cool to just like have a round table with people in a bunch of different forms of our industry Mm -hmm. like one of them is a stunt performer and works actively and makes a lot of money doing that another one does a lot of like film and tv so it was like really cool to pick their brain one of them was like really big about mental health awareness and like setting boundaries and was like teaching me things like it was so, so great. And then our friend Jillian, who I would love to have on the pod at some time. Jillian. Jillian. Love you, girl. So we get through the rehearsal dinner, which is wonderful because I hadn't seen George all day. George. George. Uh, the husband. Honestly, all of our husbands. He's he, collectively our husband. He is our husband. <laughs> but mostly Marissa's. So we have a fantastic rehearsal dinner. It is lovely. The food is delicious. Very, very happy. But here's where we get to the wedding itself. So It's a beautiful day. It's a rather nice day. It's a day for a glorious wedding. So we get up. I actually spent the night at my house because, again, six minutes away. I could have gotten a hotel room, but I just... I wanted to rest. So I feel that there's something about being in your own bed that you just you, the rest is it's it's a different kind of rest. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. So we wake up early. One of the bridesmaids come, and they were so kind to just pick me up. We ran. We got bagels and coffee wow. and like little things that we needed. I would love a bagel right now. Oh, I know, right? Who doesn't want mm. the bagel? Marissa and her family were nice enough to get uh, makeup artists for and hair for the entire bridal party. Slay. Come so, on, red carpet. Work. I know. We love to see it. So we're back in the room and everybody's sitting together. We're, we're having little Pellegrinos 
and we're a cheeky Pellegrino. A cheeky little Pellegrino. And we're getting our makeup done by this fantastic artist who is also friends with Marissa because Marissa knows how to pick the best friends, I guess. Because and Marissa's amazing. So that tracks that she would have amazing people attracted to her. That Truly. makes perfect sense. Exactly. We get all of our makeup done. Everybody but is like super kind. We go over to the venue, which is right across the street from mm-hmm. the hotel. Convenient. Exactly. Like within walking distance, we just brought our stuff Literally over. the same parking lot. Literally. I get inside. We have the whole second floor to ourselves. They've put out a gorgeous little charcuterie. We've hung Marissa's dress, which, by the way, one of, if gorgeous. not the most beautiful wedding dresses I've ever seen in Come my life. Come on, bodice. Come on, corset. It was gorgeous. Come on, gorgeous, queen. Gorgeous. She was cinched and snatched and flowy and floating oh. and a goddess and a princess and a queen, honey. It was everything. So we get to see everybody arrive through the window. We get to see everybody arrive. They all get seated. We're super excited. I get the honor of walking the mother of the bride down the aisle. I noticed that you were escorting Kim. The MOB. Love you. Shout out to Kimberly. Shout out to Kim. Also worth mentioning that the day of the rehearsal dinner, the bride's father pulled me aside and had said that he was going to be making jokes about everybody in the bridal party and asked if it was my, like, if he had permission to make a joke about me. Because we, like, I hadn't met him before. So and we, you said, sir, I am the joke. I said, uh, welcome. Ha ha. Uh, so I'm funny. a funny man I'm who a clown. does funny jokes. I was like, by all means, you can make as many jokes about me as you want, my friend. I will absolutely take it. Make that. the whole speech about me. Yeah. I'm screaming. Side. I would never upstage my friend's wedding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm like, fantastic, amazing. So I walk the mother of the bride down and we get to the end of the aisle and there are two members of the family elsewhere that are seated right there as I walk, like, in her spot. And so I'm sitting there and I'm smiling at the end of the of the walkway. Everyone watching. Yes. Yep. And here we go. And then she's like, move over. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm screaming. Shout out to Kim. At least she knows Honestly, what she wants. Kim makes it clear what she wants. Go off, her. Kim. So I'm standing there and she's like move over and then they do but they're like kind of pussy about it they're like oh we thought you were on the other side and she's like no i'm on this side and i'm just is this not what rehearsal is for people yeah literally so i'm sitting there and just smiling and she gets to her seat and then i circle back around because i walk also again i know i was like oh my god he's leaving (laughs) he's not going to his place i was like oh that what i'm done okay (laughs) early on i like it i like it he said hello he said goodbye but like also the the viewers and listeners at home the listeners at home need to keep in mind sean was the only person i really knew for sure going into this wedding like i knew there would be a couple people there that i knew but like i was sean's plus one at this wedding and like marissa i know but marissa was the bride so like (laughs) i didn't really anticipate hanging out with marissa a ton (laughs) at her own wedding but like until after the ceremony i was i was riding solo somebody (laughs) called jason derulo because i had my hands up in the sky i was riding solo baby like it's funny too because i saw you walk in from the window and i was like i see you and i had no i I was like from where hello (laughs) we had another mutual friend at the wedding yes but i did i love her and she knows this she is notoriously late for things (laughs) um 
notoriously not quite on time for events. And you events. were early, Mama. And I was early. And I was also wearing pants to a wedding. Um, so I was already really stressed about that. So I was really, really struggling during the ceremony, the lead up to the ceremony. I was sitting alone in a row full of people I didn't know. It was outside. The wind was blowing my hair. I was nervous. I was wearing pants. I was undergoing my own emotional crisis while True. Sean was escorting the mother of the bride down the aisle. I just want to make... I just want to clue everyone in on my so like when Sean was walking her down I was like oh that's my friend yay and then I like tried to give him a little wave like you know like a mom watching her kid at dance recital like hi honey so I like tried to give him a little wave but then the whole thing with the seating debacle happened then I was like oh my god and then I wanted to be like oh my god they're in the wrong seat but then I had no one to talk to in the aisle I was sitting in so then I just had to watch silently and like sorry Marissa you're finding out this way I may have taken a like a couple of gummies before I went to this wedding so like I was like a little I was like in the zone you know what I mean and so like I was really feeling the giggles coming on and so like I was just a mere spectator but again I was a lone ranger up until this point I had nobody to talk to so I was just it was just me and my thoughts (laughs) me and my thoughts And and they were filling in the blanks honey I was creating my own narrative before my eyes as this is all happening also shout out though to the harpist Oh my God! Who played? Who the, the somehow the 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 groom's entrance music was Jurassic somehow Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> excellent choice. Listen, it. when I walked down the aisle, I've decided I'm I'm walking down to the Avengers theme song, I but like that. a beautiful instrumental piano mm-hmm. rendition of it, like not full orchestra. That would be a little much of a wedding, I think. That would be the reception. Bam, 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 oh, absolutely! Like full orchestra, but like for the aisle, it'll be like a nice like piano tinkling of it. You know what I mean? Um, but Jurassic Park, excellent choice. Excellent choice. Unexpected. Original. I like it. No, yeah, exactly. And then we get to the ceremony itself. Marissa says, walk down the aisle. And there we are met with this officiant who is an older gentleman. Seems to have done this a million times before. Very seasoned. And so I am locked in and ready for the most beautiful ceremony I have ever seen in my life. And now I will pass this off to Savannah. So keep in mind, I did not have this context going into this story. Also keep in mind my state at this point. <laughs> I have had a number of of edibles. I will not disclose the amount only because I thought they were expired. So I took more than I think maybe was necessary because I wasn't sure if they were effective. Right. Lo and behold, they were in fact incredibly potent. So sitting at the ceremony, vibing this beautiful summer day. Um, if you've ever seen the haunted mansion with Eddie Murphy, this guy sort of reminded me of like the butler guy from that. Okay, like physically, physically, this is just purely objective. Okay, purely objectifying the priest right now. So and he's sitting beneath this beautiful oak tree and he starts talking. And he's got the whole regalia by the oh, way. Oh, he's they got go the whole fit. This. The whole uniform is on. He's the got, Vatican like, the robe, itself then, shipped it in on a, a yeah. Like, it's a beautiful green. Yeah, yeah. It was a lovely color. It it fit in with the scenery, the nature beautifully. I will say one of the first things he started talking about was that was that this was a day of crowning. I think it's also really important to mention the wind. I was just, again, trying to just remain present and in the moment and in the vibes because I was on a a frequency of vibes that I don't think the priest was on himself. Fair. And the priest starts going on about, um, you know, he tells Marissa she looks beautiful, which she did. So I was like, good on you for saying that. He then proceeds to talk about the bridal party. Well, there's a moment. So 
the wind he uh, from my vantage point because i'm kind of behind him at like an angle like at a sean diagonal. is at the very back of the line of the bridal party yes. set at a diagonal <laughs> angle behind marissa who's in front of the priest so like sean right. sean and i technically from where i was sitting were on a perfect diagonal perfect angle from each other to look so at like, each other yeah he didn't have to beautiful. change his vantage point at all. <laughs> at all i didn't have to shift in my seat we could make perfect eye, eye contact, contact with each other, which was like time. honestly to my detriment <laughs> because i could not i couldn't keep it the moment the priest opened his mouth that was like what what fucking mausoleum did they dig this guy out of like i was like God. and i'm smiling because the photographer is running and i see and i knew i wasn't gonna get any pictures taken of me at this moment so i was just letting the expressions rip baby and the whole i mean he's saying some really lovely things about about george and marissa and, and bubba and bubba of course. <laughs> and the wind starts blowing so his pages start moving and I wouldn't say that the Catholics are very well known in the priesthood to be comedians. <laughs> and because of this, he felt the need to, as he was regaining his page, to do a little vamping. A little improvisation. And so he no, he tells Marissa she looks beautiful. She does. She looks stunning. She looks glorious, amazing, beautiful, a queen. And he talks about the bridal party and he says, you know, you have beautiful bridesmaids. And they are beautiful. Like they literally are. every single one that walked out, like the next one that walked out, I was like, damn, another one. Like my bisexual gaydar panic radar was like, like broken. Like, yeah. got, like I was just panicking, right? Panicking, <laughs> spiraling, watching all of this unfold before me in slow motion. And here's Sean, my friend who invited me here on this beautiful day. <laughs> and this priest goes, you know, you have beautiful bridesmaids, except, well, there is one ugly duckling among you and just makes this very pointed direct look at Sean and the entire audience in attendance at this wedding just collectively gasped they go, in horror and I had they had like a little a little I keep wanting to say playbill because that's where my mind goes as a person that does what I do but it was like a a program yes. of, of you know the order of events for the evening on like a little you know stick like that we could use as a fan because we were outside and I immediately take that and just cover my entire face with it because I knew Sean could see me and I knew that my gas was incredibly vocal because it was like it had layers to it oh my, my gas was like <gasps> like it, it had it had levels it was a symphony in itself and I remember just being so gagged and gooped that this priest would say this in front of everybody Everyone. and it was so and I, because i mean like literally if you were there the bridesmaids and this is not detracting from you of course the bridesmaids were gorgeous <laughs> like beautiful like like literal disney princesses because spoiler alert some of them were literally friends with disney princesses oh like like some of the most gorgeous women you could lay your eyes on and it's not that sean is ugly it's just that sean was the only dude in the bridal yeah. party so that just, immediately he just sticks out i mean you had a lot to compete with my friend like i mean it, even, even if, you were, if you were they fucking were, oh. Mr. Universe, exactly. I think you would still stick out. They were gorgeous. gorgeous. Like, literally stunning. And so, just the fact that he just called, fucking called called your ass out. I was, and, and I was there with you, so it was a reflection <laughs> on me yeah. as your date. Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm screaming. Kidding. But, oh, my Lord. The oh. way that that sent me into a spiral, and I could not remove that 
that <laughs> program from my face for the entire rest of the ceremony until George and Marissa left. Like, I was dying with laughter. I could not keep it together. Well, yeah, that's the other thing, too. So, like, I go, I do a real quick recovery, try and save face, do a cute little shrug. The rest of the ceremony happens. It's beautiful. They do the thing. They're in love. And then we all transition back inside. And then our friend who had been helping us earlier in the evening had asked for our cocktail orders beforehand and like had written them down. That what way. a guy. Exactly. The, honestly, the wedding was perfect in that sense that everything was organized so well. And so they we had fresh cocktails waiting for us the moment that we walked from Perfect. After that, I would have oh, needed yes. one. After being called an ugly duckling in front of the I entire ceremony, I would have needed two. I, well, doubles, mama. I got my double vodka soda. I was vibing Double tall vodka soda, hold the soda. <laughs> Extra lime. <laughs> it was going down like water, mama, honestly. <laughs> so that happens. After the wedding had happened, obviously the bride and groom could be together. And so they were, they were enjoying like us during the cocktail hour. They got to have like their little moment together. Love um, that. Cute. Where they could just sit and chat and talk about the day and enjoy appetizers and just love. And also keep in mind, I'm crying more than I've ever cried. I'm like, screaming. Every two seconds, I look at Marissa and I'm full on sobbing. And then I'm like trying to pull it together because Marissa is one of my best friends, but she's also not overly sentimental in that way. Mm-hmm. Like she's not going to cry out of nowhere. She, Mama didn't raise no bitch. She like, she's got herself together. And so like- And it, we love her for we it. We fucking love her for Marissa, it. Marissa, I love you. I love you so much. And so I keep looking at her and it just, it's involuntary at this point. Like, you know, when you see it's somebody- It's just an automatic bodily response. Truly, because when someone's been in the trenches with you, mama, and like, you've been at your worst together, when you see them, when they've met their person- They got their victories. Thriving, yeah, you're happy for you them. No choice That's but to just, genuine happiness. Literally, just look at them and it, the emotions just- So I'm crying. It's a sense of pride that like almost over exceeds any sense of pride you can have for yourself. Exactly. Like it's a different kind of pride. Like right. and it's so fulfilling, not only for you, but like to see them fulfilling like their exactly. happiness is really cool. Yeah. And also the gift that it is to be invited to be, to like to bear witness to something like that is really, really beautiful because like I was important enough to, to you to be a part of the magic that your love is like, Oh, it blows me away. And the toasts were lovely. And it was so much fun and this isn't even a qualm it was just another thing that i thought was hilarious so the father of the bride is doing his speech and keep in mind if you remember had asked me personally if he could make a joke about me (laughs) during his speech yeah which of course i was so happy with but considering that we had the surprise joke at the reception i was a little concerned because i didn't want to pull focus and i figured that it was probably to an extent at the forefront of some people's mind about what had happened oh you mean the (laughs) ugly duckling incident yes (laughs) i've told everyone i know about that i hope you know that and i mean it in the most loving way i told everybody i know about that you know he came up to me and apologized the, the priest came up to me while we were at cocktail hour. He said that wasn't very godly of me. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> he said, Sky Daddy approved. No. He was like, 
<laughs> and so the father of the bride, he's telling his story about... And it was a lovely speech. It was a lovely it speech. It was lovely. About leading up to the wedding and about yes, Marissa as a it child. Was it was so lovely. It was sentimental. Yes. It was lovely, truly. It really was. And then he says, honestly, to be a member of this bridal party, you have to be a Disney princess. Retweet because they, they all are. Literally. And then, maybe against better judgment, made a description per member of the bridal party what Disney princess they would be, which was an interesting choice. Uh, I won't go into it, but... Don't. (laughs) Don't. Then he got to me, and he, he definitely meant to say Gaston, which... By the way, very kind, because if I were to be anybody from Beauty and the Beast, I would be LeFou. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Lumiere. Oh. LeFou is so mean. No, it's a fun song. He's a fun character. Anyway, so he meant to say Gaston, but what he ended up saying was Garçon. No, and, no. fights like, like Garçon. Garçon. And I thought it was hilarious because I do Moonlight as a server. As and, Garçon. <laughs> as a Garçon. And again, the rest of the bridal party looked over at me like, oh, Garçon. It was, you know, if, if the worst thing that you can possibly say about any form of wedding is that you got to be the comedic relief then you know that it was a great day. And it was a great day. And I was really uh, I was really thankful to be there and having Savannah as my date was lovely. Honestly, one of the best nights in recent memory that I could have ever possibly it was had. A, it was a really fun night. Again, it was only my second wedding I've ever been to. So I felt a lot of pressure to be a good plus one. And I hope I delivered for you because, oh, man, absolutely. it was a hell of an evening. I had such a great time. It was Indeed fantastic. It was. Yeah. I love Marissa and George. I love you. I love the story of the ugly duckling. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's to you, George and Marissa. Congratulations on your fantastic nuptials. May you have many happy years ahead. And lastly, here's to you, dear listener. All cheers to that. <laughs> If you like what you just heard, you can feel free to follow us on Instagram. You can do so at the underscore Sav and Sean underscore show. If you would like to follow me personally on Instagram, you can do so at Anthony underscore clams. And Savannah, where can the listeners find you? The listeners can find me on Instagram at Savannah underscore Peterson or on TikTok at Savannah Peterson. But before you follow me or Sean or the podcast on Instagram or TikTok, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. It is the best way to support small creators such as ourselves. R-R-S. Sean. That is figurative, not literally, as we are fairly large people. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you guys. Hear you guys next next time. time. We're getting married today. We're getting married, not Sav and Sean specifically to each other, but we're getting married. Talking about getting married. There's a marriage today. Congrats to Marissa and George. They just got married. Yay! She writes music, folks. Anyway, goodbye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.